Hey guys, it's Clyde. You know, right now, you can eliminate odors, mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses in your home with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses Oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. The thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad smells. It eliminates them, leaving that fresh, clean smell. Just like after a thunderstorm, the thunderstorm is small, plugs right into the wall, and fits in the palm of your hand. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you want. Clean, fresh air, and it even includes a USB cord for your car or truck. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200, a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. Right now, go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code CLYDE3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use CLYDE and the number three. Shipping is free. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860, or toll-free, you can dial us up at 866-536-7469. Everybody's having a fine night tonight. Got back from a long, restful weekend, doctor's orders, of course has been working too hard blood pressure didn't like it all that much i had to go to the hospital but i'm okay i'm all right taking care of me and so i'm back and i'm feeling great tonight and uh got a lot of stuff this week to deal with and uh of course i want to go back to the show i was supposed to do on friday and talk about that but i won't be able to do that until wednesday so you know it's kind of weird the reason why is because so many weird things are happening in the world right now from stuff being shot down out of the skies to Super Bowl, but we always, always traditionally do our Super Bowl show. Ryan Gable and I do it because another Super Bowl was just thrown together in Phoenix, Arizona yesterday, last night. And I guess many people could argue that it went out of its way to be woke or it appeared to be very woke. I mean, if it weren't for the stroke of luck of having two African-American quarterbacks going head to head in the game, we had an Air Force flyby where all of the pilots were women. I mean, when do we realize that the attempt at virtue signaling doesn't work always calling attention to calling attention to something like this? I mean, it, argu- it arguably takes out the uniqueness of it. Because everyone, uh, women this, women that, woke this, woke that, woke. Everybody's doing it now. It's like a fad. You know, if, if we don't recognize women, we get told you didn't recognize women. We don't recognize color. You didn't recognize color. You got to have a little color here. You got to have a little women there. You got to have a little LGBTQ here. It's almost like it's a, it's a, (laughs) it's not good. It's not good at all. I mean, you should genuinely put someone in a, in a situation without having to do it and virtue signaling in the process. I just, I don't understand that. I mean, I, I, there was a, um, a TV show called American auto where uh, I, I've been watching that lately, and I had it, actually a, a, a scene that dealt with that, actually. And uh, that was the uh, that was a scene dealt with. They were making a commercial, and they had to have certain types of, of uh, characters in there, whether it be a, a, a lesbian couple or a black-white couple or whatever. And it just, it just takes the uniqueness out of everything. Again, it's, it's ritual. 
It's it's the ritual of the Super Bowl. And, of course, every year we know that there's a message being sent, not only in the commercials but in the halftime show. And I don't know if anybody really caught what was going on. And I think the reason why is because we have so many people out there that think they know everything there is to know about occult and esoterics. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't, uh, you know, have a triangle or a left eye covered or some other anomaly, a devil's horns or whatever, they don't know what the hell they're looking at. And this is where we shine, Ryan and I, and, and, and we've had, you know, a lot of education from those who were, came before us that were very good. And so tonight you're going to get the scoop. You're going to get the story because there was a message. It wasn't necessarily satanic. I mean, you can be the judge of that. But its symbolism is unwittingly absorbed in that 13-minute performance of the halftime show. And I've said many times, if you've read read a lot of uh, postmodern philosophers, you need to understand something. Humans, uh, uh, before humans, before humans could communicate with words and written language, they use signs and symbols to tell their stories. We were talking about Carl Jung a while ago, the, the Jungian uh, ideas and the tulpas and the dark archetypes. Well, Jung was the one who pointed out archetypes. They are the images, patterns, and symbols that rise out of the collective unconscious and appear in dreams, mythology, and fairy tales. And this is why Confucius had said, he said, signs and symbols rule the world, not words or laws. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, we are symbols. We inhabit symbols. And when you start to understand when you start to understand that symbols rule the world and our own governments have adopted these ancient symbols to represent their heraldry, heraldry under the, which is in, in which they govern, then you can become awakened to the ancient images, patterns, and symbols that we respond to. Because all of those symbols, all of those patterns, and all of those images are within every single one of us. We recognize them. And we're, we, we gather to them because they say something to us. They say something to us. Numbers say something to us. Symbols say, say something to us. Talisman say something to us. Runes say something to us. Just go down the list of all the things, the symbols. These same said symbols can help lead us to the truth of the reality in which we live. But you need an open mind because it's not going to be right there. Somebody's got to explain it to you, right? I mean, this is why it's inscribed in the CIA building in the United States, the words copied from the gospel according to St. John, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The spectacle of the Super Bowl this year was very lacking, okay? Lacking this year. Even the commercials, with a few exceptions, were non-creative. They were really boring. They were just, you know, straight sell, nothing creative. I mean, there were a few, of course, that seemed to send a message about what to expect in the future. It sent a message that the American people 
need nostalgia and public service announcements about Jesus being us to having a new type of patriotism where we accept the idea that no matter how beaten down we think we are as Americans, we can rise up again. And that's what's interesting, right? Because where do they play the football game? Where do they play the big game? They played it in Phoenix. And what does the Phoenix represent? Rising from the ashes. Being destroyed and rising from the ashes after a major event that will most certainly set us backward and may even tatter the flag just a little more. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.